Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast. This is episode 153 of Sports. And with me, of course, is my expert panel of sportsmen. I've got Off-Road Andy. Thank you. I've got a guest here today who hasn't been on in a while, but you guys all know him. He's Wrecking Ball Joe. <laughs> and then, of course, we have Cooch. Yes, here again. And and if you don't mind, I'd like to take the floor here for a second off the offs- on the offset here, if, if I could. Do you mind? No, go for it. All right. I would just like to take this time here uh, to congratulate Off-Road Andy, myself, and the Los Angeles Dodgers on the 2017 and 2018 World Series titles. I'm hoping that the parade is within the next few months here. Um, but it's been a long road uh, since Kurt Gibson and uh, a, a, a lot of Dodgers in between. But it's it's happy to say that we're World Series champs once again. Yeah, uh, brought the brought the brought the World Series back to L.A. Two back to back. It's two rings for Clayton Kershaw. So dare I say it, greatest of all time. Greatest, greatest of, of all time. time. It's greatest of all time. That's unanimous. Yeah, yeah. I think and, uh, that's unanimous. Dave Roberts, ten year extension. I think it's fair. Yeah, one hundred percent. I feel like the league titles? should be fine. I'd say so as well. Rings. Let's Damn bring, let's bring Chase Sutley out of retirement because <laughs> we need him to get that one of those rings too. Howie Kendrick stole the three peat, just heartbreakingly. That son of a bitch. But you know, it happens. It's baseball. You know, things happen. It is. You never know when you know people. Sometimes they get an advantage. Sometimes just a mental edge. Sometimes Correct. a trash can edge. A trash can. That's yeah. right. A little close caption television and a trash can can do it. Yeah. But congratulations, Andy. It's been a long fought road, long hard road, but yeah, we, we did it. Retroactively uh, unbreak that cup and also attend a Halloween party. There we go. Because those two things happened during <laughs> Dodgers World Series. There we go. Well, what, so, would be the, what is the protocol? So are they just going to waive those years? It's like as far as happened? I'm concerned, they're going to just they're going to just vacate the World Series and the Dodgers get the trophy and the rings. As far as I'm concerned, now that's not going to happen. Okay, no. What, but what, sometimes in sports, so you just, as a fan, you just got to take what you got. Rob Manfred isn't going to do it because Rob Manfred sucks. Rob Manfred sucks. It's the commissioner of yeah. baseball. Okay, okay. So, so moving forward, the Astros are not having their titles taken away. They're not, but they did lose first and second round picks for the next two years. They got fined $5 million, and then after that happened, the owner just said, well, the fuck with it, and fired the general manager and manager since they were going to be suspended one year already. He just got rid of them. But I'm honestly curious to see how the Astros do this year because I'm sure they'll still be fine, but it's like I was looking at it, like Josh Reddick. He was someone that you could tell the trash can was helping because he went from like 260, 270 to 324 in 2017. Yeah, sure did. And it's like we all, I mean, you've watched, we've all watched Josh Reddick enough to know that he's a solid, he's a decent hitter, but he's not a 324 hitter, I don't think. No, never been, never been. Yeah. And this, uh, this decision, I think, has made a lot of the rest of the league upset that they kind of feel like this was a a light penalty. The owner of the Astros and the commissioner kind of put this together to not punish the franchise. They were in cahoots. Because yeah, yeah, they get to keep their titles, yep. and they get to, he gets to keep his keep his team. Yep. And well, and what's bullshit <laughs> about it is, is they're they're admitting it like that. Those yeah. are penalties. They're they're harsh penalties. Don't get me wrong. A year suspension from the game and and losing two year, uh, straight years of first and second round draft picks is a big penalty. But as a baseball fan, and even more so as a Dodgers fan, I'm probably a little more biased for, 
in that respect, but you're you're admitting that they cheated. You're, the evidence was was insurmountable. Um, you're giving them a penalty, and for a lot of d- baseball purists, it's just not enough because yeah. you are you're pretty much pulling your dick out and saying, "Hey, they did it," and and it just doesn't seem right, especially because here's how I look at it: you got guys like a Chase Utley, right? Or I mean, Clayton Kershaw is probably a, a Hall of Fame shoe in. But you yeah. got guys like Chase Utley that were on the team. You got guys like Kenley Jansen that were on the team. And I would say at some point in time, they're probably going to be Hall of Fame bubble guys. I would say they both may make it at one point in time, but they may not be first ballot guys. If they had one of those World Series, maybe they shoe in Hall of Famer guys. And so yeah. this is going to have ramifications for years to come. It's not just going to be that we didn't win the championship, that we didn't you know, get the ring. That that the, it's it's gonna it's gonna have ramifications for years to come, and I think that's as a baseball purist myself, a lot a, a big part of the bullshit for me is like, you know, Hinch will probably get back in baseball after a year. That's what he said. Cora will probably get back in baseball after a year. Hinch it's, actually came out of this pretty well because they actually <laughs> reported on times where he tried to stop it, but like he still right. should have done a better job. But I think he's just kind of like I understand, right. I understand I'll go away and right. But I mean, like looking at it from like the typical advantage point like how drastic is it because i like like to look at it like the steroid thing where you know they still have to perform it they still have to hit it they still have to like contribute to their i mean it just it just helps i mean if you're a professional if you're a professional hitter and you know a fastball's coming or you know it's going to be a breaking ball you can either lay back on it or you know to get ready but it well, that's literally part of the game is yeah. guessing what pitch is coming. Yeah, like and knowing so like and that's, that's, that's how you get still physically has to be done. Like of course it does. One of the examples is like that video that shows the White Sox pitcher throwing to Evan Gaddis. I mean, he knows fastballs are coming and breaking balls, and I mean he's still fouling it off, and you know, he still was like in there until finally the pitcher, Danny Farquhar or whatever, figured it out. Lord Farquad. He figured it out and then he called in his catcher, and you could tell it was right when he heard that he called the pitch and he heard the bang bang after like the fourth or fifth time and he stopped called his catcher over and the catcher comes over and he tells him like yo they got something and then they put down a one so the guy's thinking fastball because he didn't hear the bang and he stri- strikes him out with the changeup. so it's that right there okay. i mean if evan well, got us and you know obviously it was only a home advantage yeah which you already right. have an advantage on home field so it's just more of an advantage yeah but we were mentioning before um the, i think it was the yankees I don't know if it was the Red Sox or I think it was the Astros in 2017. They went up to nothing in that series, yeah, and then came back and the Houston just and Houston just swept, swept them at home, them. right? So, um, home field advantage is just more of an advantage when you're when you're talking about something like this. And uh, I don't know, maybe it's bad for the game uh, because there's a lot of there's cheaters involved and they won at the highest level. Like if you were the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. The old Tampa Bay Devil Rays, and you were cheating and got caught, but didn't win shit. It would obviously be less harsh than the Houston Astros, who won a World Series doing it. And then the, a bench coach, Alex Cora, who we're going to find out how harsh his penalty is. He's already been fired from the 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 uh, Red Sox. He took that mentality and what they were doing, 
and went to the Red Sox and won the World Series the next year. Yeah. And, and so it's he might be the obviously mastermind. giving right. He may, he could be the mastermind, which it sounds like he's going so, to be. But nevertheless, it went from one organization to another organization. Mm-hmm. And if those organizations didn't win titles, it might be completely different. We might be talking about this in a different light. But the fact that they were actually able to win World Series while cheating just makes it that more unbelievable. Right. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And there are. Cheating. Yeah, there are worse things than the uh, the title, even where like I know it matters to us as fans, but you're also like messing with people's money. That there was For I might sure. have talked about it. There was a there was a, a piece about seven pitchers who had a bad like they're borderline pitchers who had a bad outing against the Astros were either like cut or sent back to AAA and wow. never played again. Wow. Wow. So that's that's so you about that. Like you're messing with people's lives. Yeah, I had I had a bad game because they cheated, and now I never got to play. See, again. I didn't like, even hear that, and that that pisses me yeah, off even more because you got guys. Info. You know, baseball is a hard sport to make it. Oh, you yeah. got so many I mean, levels of minor, minor leagues, leagues. Yeah, right. And that that's not an easy life. Like, no, you no. think you just because you're a pro baseball player, if you're in double A, you're riding on greyhounds, you're sleeping in motel sixes. No, not making you're not anything either. No, you're not making. I mean, you're making decent cash because you get a contract. Some of the guys were like guys who had pitched, and if you. If you reach the majors and then go back to the minors, you're you're still making dough. You're, you're making more than like people who've never sure. been there. But but yeah, these are guys who are trying to hang on and you know stick in someone's bullpen, and it's like oh, we're you had a bad game, you're out. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's yeah. it's bad. It, it may be good for the game. I mean, is it bigger than the early 2000s steroid scandal? I don't know. But I think we that couldn't pinpoint like one team. Like you can say Barry Bonds. Yeah, it was an individual that, thing. And also right. exactly. And also that's like maybe one player on a team or something. While this was like everybody in the team knew what was. This was an going organizational on. virus. Yeah. This was something yeah. that people were and collaborating people on even on a regular said, like, basis. You would have the Astro bullpen. Wouldn't they be helping out a little bit too at times? We talked about. It, I remember. Yes, like they were. Ago. One one guy we, would stand in a specific spot if it was a breaking ball, or he'd have his hands up on the on the cage. Yeah. If it yeah. was a breaking ball, or he'd have his hands down if it was a fastball. There's a lot of that moving was, parts. That was the crazy part where they said they gave all the players immunity because they couldn't punish everyone involved. Y- yeah. Because it would have been affecting like a bunch of different teams because yep. some of these guys move on and it's like, ah, it's just crazy. It, it really is. And and I, I'll venture to say I think that they haven't done it yet, but I have a sneaky suspicion that uh, Carlos Beltran yeah. is going to be in some big trouble. No, I think he's gone next. I uh, think the, I think he's gone. Met- and, it, and for those who don't know, he's first year manager. Yeah, with the Mets. and well, he's not even. Gonna, I don't even think he's going to get to be first year manager. Right? He, they just hired his ass. <laughs> but no, he's definitely next. Because if I'm the Mets, it's like we haven't even had a game with them yet. Like we gotta, we can't have our hands dirty like this already. And you just gotta get rid of them and find someone else. Because then what? You're going to have your new manager being under investigation for a while or people being like, why didn't he get in trouble? And then yeah. it's like, yeah. this doesn't look good for the team. Yeah, so, and you're right, Andy. I The two two years of draft picks is harsh. Having to let go your your manager and your, your GM is harsh. Five million bucks is not a lot, not a small amount of money. But I feel like the owner, the owners really got off unscathed. And I think that pisses people off in baseball a lot is because they're just going to pick up where they left off with their fucking championship ring, yeah. build a new team, hire a new manager, keep chugging, not lose any of their star players. Although they don't have Garrett Cole anymore, but he left on his own accord. So yeah, that that pisses me off too to think so about. So what's fair? So what would be the next strike? What you know would what? be the highest thing that somebody would have to be? Well, you're asking make? a Dodgers fan, so no. vacate the World <laughs> Series is going to be my answer <laughs> ten times out of ten. Um, but 
I don't know. I don't have a good answer to that, Joe. That's that's not something that's easy. I mean, I would like to say like, see, you guys talk about postseason ban, postseason ban, whatever. How about like, how about just having to start from scratch, making them an expansion team? I, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. You know, like like giving getting rid of their players or or you know only being able to choose a certain amount of players, going through a full blown draft, having to start as an organization from so scratch. What, Maybe I, I don't know. That would be an interesting thing if they could do something where it's like, all right, everyone on the roster from twenty seventeen can either choose a one year suspension or they choose I, or they have to go to free agency and they can sign with any other team other than the Astros or something. Right. That's what that I'm saying. Insane, you you take the starters that are still on the current team yeah, right now like and you Korea. do something where you, you probably have to spread it over the whole major leagues where, you know, each division maybe got a certain amount of these guys. Um, even like you're a free agent now, Carlos. Right. No, teams yeah. would, would panic because like, or what do you do? It would kind of be cool to see the, like, the lower teams get those stars so that maybe they can contribute. In well, that's kind of what I'm saying. You you, like you spread them over uh, you know throughout each division uh, and, and maybe like the a, teams... A reverse expansion draft? Right, a reverse expansion draft where the teams that are lower in the division you know, have first shot at the, the, oh, the, the bigger Yankees. names. I think we're on to something, guys. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's, it's, it's hard to really say what it is, but it's terrible. Yeah, I, it pisses me off. Yeah, and, I mean, and I'm all for you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Like Tom Brady to Flategate, you know, like I, like guys need to push the envelope if you want to be good. But this is just on a whole another level. You bring technology into the play, and then you're really taking the human element out of things. Uh, it's one thing if you got a guy at second trying to look into it, it. Here's my thing: teams couldn't safeguard from it. Okay, in baseball. Guy at second is trying to pick up signs that the catcher's giving, right? Because he can see straight down the pipe. So that's gamesmanship. But what can the catcher do? He could switch up his signs, right? He can guard his signs more. Right. But you could not, teams could not safeguard from what the Astros were doing. Right. They couldn't do anything about it. And so if there was some sort of even playing field where that, you know, the Astros were trying to gain an advantage, but the other team could do something to prevent that, then it might be a little bit of a different story. But their level of cheating is so elaborate that teams didn't stand a chance of preventing it from happening. And so that's where yeah. the line really gets crossed for me. Yeah, it's using and that's like where technology you're re- and stuff. Really ethically on on bad grounds, in my opinion. It just ruins my opinion on baseball because I'm not really a big fan at all. And when I see things like this, it just makes me like believe more in hockey and all the other sports because I feel like the integrity of baseball is just absolutely lost after going through something like this. And well, it's just not entertaining anymore. This is why it might be good for baseball is because it may take baseball back to baseball. Baseball's gotten so analytic, which is a good thing, not a bad thing. Don't get me wrong. Um, but there's so many different things about baseball that that aren't the same as what people loved, you know, back in the day about baseball. So maybe this is an eye-opening experience that brings baseball back to that pure form. And I hope that that, you know, just looking goss half full type stuff. I hope that's what happens, but we'll see. See, it'll be a last thing. It'll be interesting to see how. Uh some of those Houston guys do this year. Like, I'll be very curious to see if some people's numbers do significantly drop. Yeah. I mean, that'll be – and also they're going to have – I mean, whoever their new manager is going to be, if they're even allowed to have a manager this year. I don't even know how this, like, works yeah, with them. Yeah, and they'll have a manager. I mean, like – They'll get a GM and a manager. Altuve, so. you coach the They team. already have a GM. They already yeah. promoted a guy. Oh, right. they did. They promoted a guy? So that was one of the things people didn't like because they felt like they already were kind of grooming that guy they anyways. had him in place. They That's had bullshit him. Also. So it's like, oh, yeah, we'll just – 
suspend our GM. That's fine. And it's like because they already were probably going to get rid of them anyways. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm curious because I don't know how much they use these techniques this year. Um, the Red Sox would be an interesting case because obviously they had a huge decline from 18 to 19. They did. Yeah. Um, someone like JD Martinez who was really good before, but then got to the Red Sox and was amazing. Yeah. And then last year wasn't as amazing. It's but like, he still had a pretty what? decent season. I yeah, think, but it, he went from being well, like Mookie Betts too. All star to MVP. Yeah, and uh, Mookie Betts, same thing. And then you know, but then yeah, they have those other guys. It'll just be interesting to see how both those teams do because the last couple of years, what have we thought? Like the two best teams in baseball outside of the Dodgers have been Astros and Red Sox. For with sure. Like their lineups and stuff have been like For two sure. of the scariest lineups. So now it'll be interesting sure. to see like how either of them do this year. But uh, yeah, I guess we'll just have to see. Yeah. Wait and see. Are we uh, ready to move on to some, some amateur sports? I like amateur. Where there's never, well, well, never well. any cheating. Or anybody <laughs> getting paid. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, college football national championship. Was it the Dr. Pepper national championship? It was the Joe Burroughs I thought it was the AT&T <laughs> national championship. <laughs> Dr. Pepper's always involved. In, they uh, are. They sure are. I did enjoy the finale of Fansville. That's cool, Dr. Pepper. Yeah, that was I cool. Did, uh, Dr. Pepper liked my tweet about it. So it's nice. Very, very exciting. Nice. Oh, that is, That's that big exciting. time, dude. That is exciting. You're going to leave this podcast soon, aren't you, for the big time? I'm going to go to work for Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Dream job. They offered you a, uh, podca- a pod job. But I'll say the uh, the on-field performance was even better than Dr. Pepper commercials. It was Joe Burrow's maybe the greatest football game I've ever watched. BDJ. Honest to God, it might have been the greatest football game I've ever watched. I already know the greatest I've ever watched. So were you, were you nervous? <laughs> 2009 Villa Park Spartans versus yeah. the uh, 2009 El Medina Vanguards. Close, but it was, the, <laughs> it was in 2009 of February when it was the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> that, yeah. that was pretty dope. <laughs> But when the, when Clemson got out to that seventeen seven lead, were you uh, a little nervous that oh my god they, we, like as Tony said, they're the Patriots of, of college football, and we were stupid to. I was, yeah. I was nervous. Yeah, no, I'm not going to. I was thinking no, like thought, oh my god, they have when, the secret. Clemson well, was up seventeen seven. I thought they had it, and then after that, uh, Lawrence just fell apart. It seemed like he thirteen was overthrows. Yeah, thirteen overthrows, which I don't know game. exactly what the number was, but. One of the most overthrows by a quarterback this season, I think. Yeah. Most he's ever had was like five. One of his overthrows almost got his receiver killed. <laughs> it did. That guy got laid out. Also, I'd like to throw. think that this was like the true test for Lawrence to come through because he's always been the hype one and he's always been like the leading candidate. And then Joe Burrow just came in here and just tore up this fucking season. Well, he's definitely did on very it. well. Joe Burrow's definitely on it. He, the, the age difference, even though Trevor Lawrence has played in a national championship and has that experience. The age difference, I think, the poise difference, I think, came through. Yeah, and actually did show because um, they got out to a big lead. And and Dabo Swinney does not lose leads like that with that type of yeah. defense, man. Well, no. it looked like what happened because obviously LSU moved so fast and they have such an explosive offense. They scored fairly quickly after that drive, and then it seemed like I mean Clemson just was getting off the field so fast after that in the rest of the first half. And that defense, you could tell, was probably out there tired. And then it was. Yeah. I mean, he just took advantage. The next thing you know, you blink and it's like, oh, shit. It well, was they, like 28-17 at the half. <laughs> they mentioned it. Uh, I don't know if, uh, who who mentioned it, um, but they mentioned you know, that, that uh, Coach O said that he likes – one of the best things that he likes about uh, Joe Burrow is that he plays uh, quarterback like a linebacker, which I thought was a great analogy because you could really see the tide turn when he started getting pissed. I don't know if you saw the one instance when Joe was trying to run and get the the that uh, playing from the sidelines. They had to call a timeout, and he actually stared Coach O down, and Coach O gave him a little bit back, and that was 
like early in the second quarter, I think. And that's when I was like, oh, shit, here they come. Because yeah. you got Coach O pissed. You got Joe Burrow pissed. I've been saying it for weeks. They've had the twinkle in their eye. Like un, any, like unlike any quarterback head coach duo that I think I've ever seen. They just knew it. I've and, lived in the uh, whole way, baby. Well, that that tri- that that wide receiver trio for LSU, although Clemson yeah. has some damn good receivers themselves, uh, Marshall, Jefferson, and Chase. Well, I was gonna Holy say you can shit, almost you dude. can almost Randy make Moss it four and say Thaddeus Moss. Too. Thaddeus Moss too. Yeah. Yeah. He, he had what two touchdowns? He yeah. did. He he tied his total for the year. He had two touchdowns on the year too. Well, he had three in just these semi in these bowl games. Yep. I mean, he had the long one against Oklahoma. Dude, I gotta give credit to Big Dick Joe again too, because those bombs, dude. He's throwing those fades out there. Boom, touchdown. Boom, well, touchdown. He just he is he's he very is accurate. so poised. It, yeah. It's 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 cool to see how he's gonna do and in the pros. The, I mean. His I don't know if you remember his first offensive play of the game. He looked like he was about to get sacked. He breaks out of it, ends up throwing right. like a 25-yard pass. That called got back. called back. Yeah. That was they were but, on the goal line then, too. But my yeah. point is, is a play like that was just like, that's just what he does. Yeah. I mean, it's like he's like a Mahomes or something. Or like You know, like, uh, yeah, no, he really does. And and what I thought was awesome is is uh, when he threw that touchdown pass and got blasted by Skalski and was hurt, hurt his ribs. Oh, yeah. The next series, or the sa- uh, same series, I think. No, it was a touchdown pass. Next yeah. series, they start coming in, and he's running quarterback draws. So, I was like, holy shit, they have so yeah. much faith in this guy. It's ridiculous. Well, I couldn't remember when that was, but it was like a third and ten. It was. And it was designed quarterback run. He yep. Just, exactly, like, exactly what I'm talking about. Like, also, didn't that linebacker get ejected? He did get ejected. So when did he get targeting ejected? On, targeting on Clemson uh, the lead. Clyde Lair, I believe. So it was when Clemson had the lead he got ejected? I think, I think it was on their, like, they got 38 points or something. It was, it was, it was pivotal. Oh, it, was the, the yeah, game. it went from 10 to 17, I think, on that touchdown. I think it was 17-10. Yeah, I think it was a 17-10. Who? Uh, wasn't Clemson up seventeen? They were up seventeen seven. Seventeen seven. But I'm saying that when he got ejected, when he got ejected, I think um, LSU was already up by. I think scores. so too. I think they had just taken the lead. But if they had, well, then Clemson they might have been up. forced to kick a field goal if that didn't happen, or something, or miss a field goal. And yeah. Well, so it, was, it, it, was, no, it was definitely pivotal. It yeah. wouldn't have been seventeen. And it was in. And then, I, I, it kept the drive alive. It did, and and, yeah. and they might have been in uh, the red zone or just outside of the red zone. They were in LSU territory. Yeah. Uh, or they were in Clemson territory, excuse me, when it happened. But, Feels yeah. so bad for the But guy. I'm saying, like, did the defense, Fuck. was that, like, I forget how late in the game that happened, but, I mean, was it significant that, like, the defense sort of struggled after he left? I think yeah. so. I think they could still was it, was it the second stores. half? It was. Yeah. It was definitely in the second was, half. Because the, uh, the one where he got the big hit was the play right at the as the half ended, I'm pretty sure. Was it when a... Uh, was it, you know they got the yeah, touchdown right. right as the half end. Yeah, yes, that was I think that's when he got him. that big hit on him. Yes. That's right. And he, then he when they the came out room, and he yeah, got that's what he. So then I think it was in the third he got ejected. They were already up by ten now and driving again. Right. And Clemson kind of stopped him, but then that happened and right. kept the drive alive. And then they brought Will Venable's son in. Yeah. To replace him, that was kind of cool. But it, yeah, it, you could just tell Joe Burrow. He's on a different freaking level, man. He's on a different level, maybe than any. I mean. The way his poise and the way he stands in the pocket, even his agility, I kind of liken him, and, and not in the same way, but just in the maturity, arm strength, ability to win way as Matt Liner in college. Matt Liner was arguably one of the best college quarterbacks of all time. Now, it didn't translate well. He couldn't move around either. But this is a season – he's had this season like like Matt Liner in 05 and 04. You know, when he was the, he, by far the best quarterback in the in – the, in the, uh, who else would be? There's a certain guy who's going to play this week who played in 2004. 
that was better than Matt Lauer. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Oh well, Aaron, I I guess, but Cal didn't I think he do. Was. I, Cal didn't do nearly as much as SC. I'm talking about winning that, games. But do you remember that Cal SC game where Aaron Rodgers set the record for consecutive? Well, he was ridiculous. I thought like, wow, this guy's better than Matt Liner. Well, I mean, gonna, he definitely was better than yeah. Matt Liner. But like, as as far as like production and winning games and oh, winning yeah. big games is concerned. I think this is the best season for a quarterback since that 05 season I, with Matt Leonard. And also, Andrew Walter was pretty good. You remember? I don't know Andrew. You want know Andrew Walter? I think it was his name. He was the ASU quarterback <laughs> at the same time. Andrew Walter. That sounds like an I don't yeah. know an Andrew Walter. That sounds like one of the coworkers or something. I, like a fucking I was not. Yeah, you know that. You know that guy. <laughs> we see him all the time down at the local Denny's. He's always uh, eating the Grand Slam, yeah, Mr. Walter. He had the record for like most touchdown passes in Pac-12 history for like a season. I, I don't remember. know an Andrew Walter. I'm, at I'm ASU. gonna look it up. And granted, I wasn't an ASU fan until 2012 when I went to the school. Yeah. So my my my. You guys my, didn't hear about Andrew? You didn't say that Andrew Walter. No, yeah, an Andrew Walter guy. You mean Jake Plummer? <laughs> you talking about Jake Plummer? Maybe. No, this is him. I, I got it. Andrew Walter. Very nice. He, uh, he played for the Raiders. That Well, that's some knowledge that I did not have. Very the impressive. Ca- career NFL statistics. Uh, three touchdowns to 16 interceptions. That a boy, Andy. Yeah, Go that's... Devils. But but back to the game. He, he, yeah, just you take know, it easy on this guy, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was okay. That wasn't Go Tigers. Okay. That wasn't a terrible. Well, I'd like to mention how, how good of a uh, coach that Dabo Sweeney great. is. I saw him on the sidelines trying to talk down his quarterback. Obviously, they knew that they ruined the game. You know, the game was lost at that point. And I feel like Dabo oh, always does something about. cool to show you, like, how he well, yeah, is. And what he probably told coach is, and, like, you know. We got the number one recruiting class yeah. coming. Oh, no, I was going right. to say. I was going to say. Back. They're already let's favorites. not forget Clemson is definitely the favorite to win the national championship. And I, was, I actually think a loss like this is good for him for next year because – he didn't have the season that, you know, we expect him to have. They were, you know, he was preseason favorite for the Heisman. He was, they were the favorites to win it. You know, they did go undefeated. They get to the championship game. He did lose, but like he just didn't look at times this year as good as last year. But I think he'll learn from that. He'll Soft come out this slump. next year. He'll be a third. He'll be the junior. It'll be his last year. He's going to be going for like draft stock. And honestly, I think Clemson, I think the being the favorites is the right thing. I think they do make it back oh, to they, the top they next year. They definitely are. They definitely are the favorite coming out. And I saw something say that uh, I heard this morning that Alabama is eight to one, and that's the highest they've been like underdog to start a season really? in like ten years or something. Well, they don't have really have like they don't really know if their quarterback's going to be who he is, yeah. and there's a lot of moving parts with Alabama right now. Yep, it'll be interesting. Other conferences getting stronger. I'm sure they'll be fine though. No, but I'm saying like eight <laughs> to one. I mean, people are going to jump on that. I bet that goes down by the time the season starts. No yeah. one's going to look at Nick Saban and eight to one Alabama and be like, oh, we can't at least try. No, I saw today. Uh, Joe Burrow's dad put $2,000 on his son oh to win the Heisman. Oh, yeah. Listen to this. Before the year. Put down two k on his son to win the Heisman. He cashed out 400 Yeah. Ridiculous. How awesome is that? K? Joe Burrow's was like $400,000. That's, that's, that's three zeros after the Dude, four and the two zeros, that's Joe. That's amazing. That's, that's, that's I mean, what that's, I want to do with my son. <laughs> well, you, Joe doesn't have so, a son yet. We yeah. should mention that, but... One that's a hard thing does. to pull off. So you got to have a son who's good at football, but not good enough to be a Heisman favorite, but also secretly actually the best player. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to want him to transfer after a couple years no, at a dude, big I'm blue chip university. Nephew, Don't forget, Joe Burrow's dad was the defensive coordinator at Ohio for like 20 years, so you got to get yourself to that level too. Okay, okay. 
Okay. So you you're gonna play a factor in this. Well, he's he's got that out. Rams uh, jacket on. And you're already right? you're already pretty much an offensive they're, coordinator. They don't have a defensive like coordinator think, right I now. I like so. to just take advantage. Hey, let, let me tell you this: when they're running some of the other plays for Clemson, uh, Lawrence, dude, he's a really good runner. They need to like bring him into one of those more quarterback powers and stuff like that. I, I feel like it R- could work. RPO, is that what you RPO, mean? RPO, run okay. pass option. You know, throw that little bit in there. I think wow. he's, too, he's too valuable to. I would say so. He's no. He's, he's no he's, Nick he's Foles. Just tall. It's just like he's got some burners on him though. No, no, he's he, fast. He can run. Just like Lamar no, Jackson, he, he has like a really good functional speed. He runs yeah. when he needs to. I mean, yeah. he ran that touchdown and nobody even touched oh, him. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. He had a couple long runs, and he yeah. had a lot, couple long runs against Ohio State too. Yeah, I'd like. I just would like to see him add that to his repertoire, and then take it into next season, and then possibly win another championship, and then Audi. Well, that's probably what's going to happen. Hey, I'll tell you what. I was just saying, if he goes undefeated next season and they win it, you're going to look at someone, especially if he can win the Heisman too. You're going to yeah. look at somebody that went like. What like forty and one in his career or something well, like that? 20, he's twenty five and 20, one now. Yeah. So what do they play? Like fifteen games? Well, if he yeah, he goes, he plays yeah. sixteen games. So let's say they because he that. plays uh, uh yes fifteen games. So yeah, imagine if that was his career. If you had forty and one, two national championships, your only loss in the championship game, and you can also make to arguably the best there. season of anybody has yeah, ever to had. The, to college the best football? college quarterback season, like statistically, I guess possibly ever. I mean, he, he broke like, all the records. Yeah, he, he broke, broke Brandon's records. touchdown record, which, thank God, when those guys from, like, Hawaii have those records. Yeah, those he is a modern-day guy, though. He's a local guy. Who so. was? Brandon was? Colt Brennan? Oh, I didn't yeah, know Went that. to modern-day. Oh, shit. Yep. Yep. News to me. Well, then, yep. shit. Hawaii. But, well, cool. well, I guess go, we'll go see. Go Tigers. And, it you was know, like, the right Tigers. Tigers won. Yeah, Tigers won. It was the, I think we predicted it. It was the right I, season. I don't remember what my prediction was exactly, but I think I predicted Clemson to score 25 points. I'm not going to say that I did. Yeah, you did. You did put a score. I don't remember. But I think I did. Just to be fair, all my predictions came true. Okay. Well, you're not guessing the score. What predictions are those? I had in the group text, I sent that. You also uh, said that Ohio State deserved to be in the championship (laughs) game. Well, I I can't get it all right, but I had a good, (laughs) I I had a good, like, you know, defense for it. And I said, hey, look, LSU is going to win, you know, 12, 14 points. And uh, Big Dick Joe's going to have uh, four touchdowns, uh, 360 plus, and boom. Oh, that's a really off-the-beaten-path uh, prediction yeah. there. I don't know. I think most All people right. had the final score being like 45-32 nope. uh, LSU. Like no, most experts had I'm that I'm looking pick. for the value and seeing the game, and they just handed it on all you levels. You look like an old boxer from like Boston with the hair like that and the mustache. Oh. Take the hat off. See how they, yeah. he's like, listen here, <laughs> she put him up, champ. That's Anthony Mustache. Put him up, champ. <laughs> you want a rumble? <laughs> <laughs> listen here. Oh, well, you were good. good. <laughs> Got stuff. Oh, no, that's fine. That can hang as okay. long as yeah. we're okay. power cord we're kind good. of stuff. But we're I think good. we're stable here, guys. Well, uh, technical difficulties. Should we go from uh, the let's, college let's to move. the next level? Yes, let's do that. Oh, wait. Before we do that, let's talk about Odell Beckham Jr. for oh, a yeah, really quickly. Yeah, Odell right. Beckham was seen after the game handing cash to people, to players on LSU. And I think people thought it was like kind you know, of was fake cash. What's so funny is that was LSU's statement originally. We've discussed it. We, you know, we were in contact with the NCAA and the SEC. To our knowledge, it was novelty cash. Yeah, fucking right. You think Odell Beckham's walking around with novelty cash in his little man purse that he had on his body there? He's well, got a $500,000 rich Richard meal on his wrist. Did you, That's real cash, as real as it fucking gets. Did you see... Uh, <laughs> Did you see? Also, there was a video of like a cop inside the locker room, like he talking and pissed he, at him for smoking. He goes up behind the cop and just slapped the cop's ass. He did. He did. <laughs> and then like the cop looks around. And it's like 
Like that, I felt I'm like there was no respect. Hey, copper in there. You know what's funny? If you've never been, what the what's the funny thing about it is, <laughs> if you've never been to New Orleans, let me tell you, it is the most lawless city you've ever been to in your entire life. You could jerk off on the street if you really wanted to and probably get away with it. These poor <laughs> bastards went a natty ship, and the guys in the locker room giving shit for smoking a cigar. How ass backwards could it possibly? I mean, be? if you weren't even there celebrating, you should get the fuck out. Like get dip out. Like dip, dip out. Dip dude. out. I mean, hey, 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 buck up or dip out, you well, know, grab like a stoke, baby. You got to appreciate lit. Odell so, just handing what's with out these, that bread. What's with these uh, championship game, like, cop incidents? We had the basketball one this year, too. What happened there? Uh, where the uh, the Toronto GM tried to run on the court. Oh, that's the cop, right. The cop stopped him. He's like, ID. Yeah. Like, I'm the GM. Yeah. He's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm a Sayujiri. What am I supposed to do here? Yeah. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Like, All right. It's like, <laughs> we know you have to be there. You're for people, for safety. But like people are gonna celebrate. Yeah, this is the biggest moment Pulls of their lives. Like, right. out on him. you got to be aware of that first. Maybe <laughs> this is the instance that Odell Beckham turns a B and just starts right. losing his mind. I, I'm just saying, you know, it could happen. This is this is a nice story for him. There's a lot of bad coverage, especially this year with him. I think this is a nice one. Well, I mean, good for him because yeah. these guys deserve to get paid anyways. But also. Do it in private, you know. I don't Dude, think it's that, that hard. Gone off the deep end, and the youth program that he donated to, they gave back the funds. That's how fucked up this guy is. Oh, now. The police, yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. Well, it's AB Brown. that's yeah. fucked up. But it very <laughs> interesting. I, I'm I'm interested to see what the NCAA does with this because there's so much concrete yeah. evidence. It's that, spread out. It's like, what are you going to be like? Oh, how much do you take off the ground? Like, you can't you can't police people taking money off the ground and that kind of stuff. No, but he is an alumni and he yeah. is part of the school. And so the NCAA is, is a huge racket and they're pieces of trash. They really are. They shouldn't even be a thing. They're like They're just a governing body. They have nothing to do with the university. No affiliation. So they can fuck off. But they're going to say something about it. Yeah. It's not just going to well, go by the wayside. Fucking Joe Burrow blew it. He went on. Uh, he said that it was, real, it was money. real money. Which, yeah. like, he declined. We asked him to be on. He declined. He went yeah, on their podcast. Unfortunately, so. whatever. Fuck. <laughs> if you ever want us on PFT and Big Cat, yeah. I'd be happy to come and chop it up with you a little bit. <laughs> um, I can really hold my liquor, so yeah. it'd be a good time. But yeah, good. T- I, I think the right team won. I think the two right teams were in the national championship, and the two right and the right team won in the right way. It's nice to see the defending champ. Be Go, in there and lose. So and lose. Makes it more legitimate. Correct. So. Yep. But definitely Clemson favorite for next year. For right. show. Getting that for show. So we're going to talk about some pro football players who uh, aren't playing anymore or will not be playing. Yeah, football. let's talk about some elimination games here. I'm yes. talking about the ones who aren't playing at all ever again. Oh, oh you want to talk about the, the, the retirers. Yeah. yeah, let's do Retirees. it. Retirees. So, uh, Carolina Panthers linebacker Luke Keekley, Captain America. Yeah, he's decided to uh, no longer play. That he he says he still has the desire to play football, but he doesn't think it's it's worth it anymore. Yeah, um, that's a sad statement, but probably there's truth to it. Yeah. So, in, in I, it's 100 percent believable that this is a guy who loves playing football. Oh well, I'm so probably more like, than anybody. Look at that guy's work ethic and yeah. knowledge of the game. I saw a video of him. Uh, and he's 28, by by the way, which is young, I still think. That's right? our age. What's, young. Yeah, really young. What's great is he has had a full career where they said, like, he was the 2013 Defensive Player of the Year. It's like, that was a long That's time ago. That's a long ago. fucking time ago. So he's yeah. played yeah. a lot of years since and he, then. And he was not a Super Bowl. I mean, he didn't win, but he was yeah. there. He'll, yeah. oh, he has I, nothing to I, be I assume he'll be a coach because he he's got that mind. Yeah. I saw a video of him on the Pat McAfee show. I don't know if it was before the season or what. 
but he named every single starter on every single NFC South team on the offensive side of the ball from yeah. left guard to right or left tackle to right tackle, running backs, tight ends, wide receivers, quarterback. That's, that's studying. He that's named your stuff. At, off the top of his head all the teams in the NFC South, which is just, un, you know, that's some Sean McVay type Was stuff. Was he right, though? He was correct. Yes, oh, yeah. they put the they flashed it up on the screen. He got all of them correct. He's like uh, Marcus Colston on the uh, yeah, Deuce Staley, <laughs> uh, Jeremy, Jeremy Shockey. Yeah. <laughs> but so it's tough, tough to see and a guy Aaron like Brooks. that go because he's such he's so he's so pure of a player. Yeah, you know he's a study you know guy. What? It would have been worse to see ten years from now him. Not being able to like walk up his stairs though, also. You know yeah, I mean? well, and I saw a timeline of his injuries in like 2015. He had a, a grade one concussion, um, and then in 2016 he like tore a pec muscle. 2017 he had a grade one concussion, grade three concussion. 2018 he had a or 2017 he had a grade three concussion, and then he had surgery last year on something. So. The guy's body's been through the ringer, and and good for him. He probably made a bunch of dough. Bet he didn't spend a dollar. Saw something that said for the first four years of his career, he didn't keep cable in his house because he thought it would distract him from watching film, which is just the type of guy that you want quarterbacking your defense. But good for him to recognize his boundaries and be able to make off with a bunch of cash and his body because we're seeing a lot of guys not be able to do it. Yeah, and he uh, he played eight seasons, but he probably really played like thirteen seasons worth of football for sure. How how much he was all over the field, all the, the way tackles that guy he made. Played. It's like that was really a lot of wear and tear, I'd say, on that on that guy. Oh, so yeah, can't even imagine. Especially at the backer position, you're just like running into people and all that stuff. Well, your job just, is, is to run into just a brick run wall, run over people. Yeah, but taking it's cool on to see six him. foot eight, three hundred and twenty pound lineman blocks. Yeah. And, Oh yeah. So I mean, it's it's sad for the game because he was such a pure football player. True. Yeah. But. And, uh, totally finesse too. A guy that could do anything on the field, man. I think uh, you know, despite the shorter career, someday he'll be uh, be getting that jacket from David Baker. Uh, just oh, like we saw down. Bill Cower yeah. get that down. jacket and Jimmy was a, Johnson. Was that a big moment for you? Seeing Bill Cower get that? Did you cry a little bit? I actually didn't watch yeah. that one. I saw Jimmy Johnson's though. Yeah. That was awesome. I watched that one live. Yeah, yeah. I did too. That one. Was that cool one was too. really cool. It is, it's cool. It's like it's like when he comes in, it's like he's Santa Claus or something. Because it's like oh, you know is. the moment yeah. you see him, if he's gonna no, talk to you, Jimmy Johns had a ball. His, Jimmy Johnson had a Jimmy Johns. Jesus, I'm a little hungry. Um, <laughs> maybe we get that super fast delivery. Jimmy Johns. Uh, Jimmy Johnson had a ball in his throat immediately as soon as he saw him. He knew exactly what happened, and that was a really cool moment. But I thought also yeah. what was cool was Aikman getting to watch him get it from, from his the, yeah. from the booth, and, and he got all teary eyed too because that was his you know coach and whatnot. But yeah, the NFL is mostly known for like. Fucking up and doing dumb things. This was this was a great idea. Even if it's kind of cheesy, it's like great they, nailed, they nailed this whole thing. Yeah. And yeah, I was not familiar with David Baker, and I just see this this massive mountain of a man come out, and it's just like humongous. This is amazing. Who is this guy? And so I, I looked him up because I'm curious. Like what? So he's the president of the Hall of Fame, but what, yes. what was he before? He uh, was the commissioner of the not the XFL, the, the Arena Football League. Okay. He, he owned a he owned the Anaheim franchise. Really, the Kiss? Um, no. no, I was something else. The I don't other know. Anaheim. The um, Arena the Football was Kiss. The Anaheim Avengers. No, it was the Avengers. I That's thought. What he said. Yeah. Uh, well, we he, had the Kiss here too. So I he, went so to he a owned game. he owned them, but then um, left to become the commissioner. But like before that, he actually he was on the Irvine City Council and was the mayor of Irvine, and then he ran for Congress, and uh, he ended up forging a check for his campaign. David and David Baker. Yeah, David Baker. Yeah, it's pretty bad. So he had a, ended his political career basically. But uh, he Wait, then also is the, is the golf course in 
named Ooh. David L. Baker after him? His name is like C. David Baker. So oh, okay. Probably not. But, but, um, <laughs> but um, his son, Sam Baker, local, played at Tustin High School, then played at USC, and then the yeah, Atlanta Falcons. He was a really great college player. What years did he play uh, <clears throat> at SC? Excuse me. I want to say it was like 2005 to 2008. Okay, because I was going to say, I thought around. it was before I graduated. We graduated yeah. high school. So it was, yeah, I think it was post liner, but the winner's still gotcha. pretty good. Gotcha. Um, he didn't play with um, Deshaun. Uh, can't think of his name right now. The guy from UCLA, yeah. Deshaun Foster. No, okay, that was before his time. But but that's cool. Well, yeah, I player. hope they keep that up. The surprise thing. Yeah. I mean, national TV is one thing, but you know, it's 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 a cool thing. But our own, our own Joe has met David Baker. Guy's that's, a mountain, dude. Guy's a mountain. Huge. So that's pretty cool. He's he's a cool. local Definitely guy. Definitely an honor. Definitely a respectful thing. You know, obviously because I enjoy the obviously the football and I went up to him and like, dude, pleasure to meet you. Yada, you yada. call him dude. I, well, I didn't go to doing, but you know, okay, said, cool. So I introduced myself and then I said, well, well, we got a lot of uh, good teams going into this playoffs. He's like, Oh yeah. But he's like, never count out the Patriots. And I'm like, it's funny. This guy obviously enjoys football as well. Knows the connections and everything like that. He's like, but then when I mentioned my favorite team, the Seahawks, he was like, Oh, we love Petey. And I was like, Gotta love Petey. Too. Gotta love, love Petey so much. What a guy. And he's like, Oh, we love Petey. Like the obviously the NFL. Well, he'll yeah. be a shoe in Hall of Famer, I think. Oh, yeah. his, his son would have played for him. That was that lines up. So That's right. Yeah. That's oh, true. Yeah, there you okay, go. that makes there sense. Okay, nice. now it's connecting the dots. Tying yeah. it all together. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that well, was a that's a fun thing to think about it after uh, the sad story of Luke Keekley. Then... I've been to the uh, football hall of fame. Yeah. If you haven't, it's, it's, it's a wild time. It's, I mean, you just, I mean, you almost get choked up being in there because there's so much history. Yeah. Uh, it's a cool place to be seeing all the busts. My second favorite type of busts are the ones in the hall of fame. Um, but really cool yeah. place to be. Yeah. Canton, Ohio. Yes. Someday there'll be a bust of Antonio Gates who, I love when people announce their retirement after not playing for a year. So yeah, it's like, oh, you're listening. Antonio Gates should get his own you, street. You man. could have told me that he retired three years ago, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Makes he, sense. He said he realized like three weeks before the season ended that it wasn't happening, that he was like at the phone waiting for someone to give him a call. Oh, that that's sounds so sad. sad. <laughs> I mean, he's 39, so he's not that old. But, but that's way past most tight ends expiration date. Yeah. He's not as mobile. I mean, Jason Witten's barely moving around still. It's yeah. like one of those things like he's just got to cut it. Got to cut it. Yeah. But anyways, there were some games that happened this week and um, there is still football going on. I'll say it. I'll just I'll just be brave. I think they were pretty good. They're a lot of fun. They were fantastic games. So, Great games. Uh let's start with the first one which wasn't actually a fantastic game, I would say. It had some moments, but um Niners Vikings. Rough draw it? rough draw for the Vikings to have to play uh with 5 days rest. They played on Sunday and then had to play on Saturday. I would yeah. say that was the most boring game of yeah, I think so. The group of games, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it started off good. Really, the Niners. I mean, it just they just looked good. The Niners once they got themselves the lead, they just held on and pounded them with that ground game. What? And also, the biggest thing in that game, in my opinion, was Dalvin Cook. I think he had like eleven rushing yards or something. That Niners D line is insane. When you look at all the last all their draft picks that they have. So, like, Armstead, who hasn't been all that great, but had, like, 10 sacks this year. Yeah, Eric Armstead. Solomon yeah. Thomas has been a bust, but still it contributes. Yep. Um, Buckner, and then, of course, Bosa. That's four first-round picks right there. And then they also traded for D Ford. They did. And, and it's they, like, this it, is stacked. Yeah. Well, and let me ask you this question, Andy. 
uh, this is specifically for you. How are you going to fill when Nick Bosa's contract's up and he signs with the Niners? I mean, so Joey's going to leave the Chargers. That's for what him. I meant. Okay. Sorry. Yes. Because he said that. I don't know if you saw that or not. But he yeah. literally verbatim, in a quote, said he wants to play with Nick in San Francisco when his contract's up. Did you see that? I did not. I didn't. I don't. He but said gonna, that. He does have one more have year in the contract. 2021. Yeah, after yeah, 2021. They're going to have to give him an offer he can't refuse then. Hey, here's yeah. hey, come play with your brother. Here's a discount. Let's win some <laughs> some championships. I would, I'd, I'd be upset, but I can I can yeah. understand it. It's yeah, fo- it's football that happens all the time. You got to replace people. But yeah. it's crazy because this kid came in here, and I didn't think he was going to be as good as a player, obviously, because he didn't play his collegiate career. Bosa comes in and starts tearing it up at the spark of the defense. Everybody starts collectively getting together. Well, they like the Packers. They did a lot this off season to improve there with D Ford, and then also Quan uh, Alexander, and then I mean Richard Sherman. Um, was there the year before, but he he got hurt. He did. Yeah. Quan Alexander was hurt this year too. So for so having Peck. Yeah. So just adding to that defense. Yeah, and then adding someone like Bosa to go with all this defensive lineman depth. It just really came out of nowhere yeah. for this amazing defense. But it makes sense. Are it they does. the best defense in the playoffs? Uh, are they the best defense in the playoffs? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Probably. <laughs> I mean, considering I think they were the best defense. Like this Other year. than the Patriots this the year, Patriots, well, it's yeah. funny because there are little mini Patriots, Patriots for best this defense. Yeah. There are little mini Patriots. They got that stout defense. They got a guy in Jimmy G who can push the ball but doesn't turn it over. Can yeah. manage the game clock. They are like a poor man's uh, Patriots this year. They're, yeah, they're a lot like last year's pit, the Pats with yeah. uh, Kittle so and Gronk and that. Yep, run Kittle game and Gronk. Yeah. You got a decent. Run. You got a yeah. couple guys out of the backfield. You got Brita, who's the burner. You got Tevin Coleman who can run the ball. Um, yeah. Crazy style defense, so they they have a lot of similarities to the 2018 Patriots. Yeah. Kittle's just unstoppable as well, dude. That guy is just a monster, blocking he is. and running. He's the new he Gronk. Is. Yeah. What did you guys? I hit my under in that game. Yeah, I had the Vikings, so I definitely lost. Like, yeah. you have the Vikings. It, it looked the good Vi- to start, but then you know it did. You no, had the Vikings just, they just too. Huh? Strong enough. And he had the Vikings. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it when, just wasn't strong enough. The thing is, Kirk Cousins relied on having that strong passing game to like, yeah. run play action offense, and when that got just Only, taken away, yep. it was over. Yep. You thought early when Diggs caught that forty-one yard touchdown pass that it was going to go okay, yep. but and so the line was what seven and a half on that, huh? Yeah. God, it's a big line too. I can't believe they didn't cover that. Yep. Yeah. Well, the Niners, I guess, have like have the best. Uh, Plus my, like uh, Against the plus spread. minus at home this year too. Oh, they yeah. were one of the better teams at home this year. But uh, but yeah. But then uh, I think for that second game, I think we uh, we did a good job. We closed yeah. our eyes, like we said, and said we just did not see Lamar Jackson holding the trophy. I'm glad we did that exercise. Look at and us now, boys. It looks <laughs> like uh, not only that we couldn't even see him getting a win. I think maybe and nope. when we closed our eyes because we did say that. I think we concluded our boy, that. Derrick Henry. I mean. You went on your whole thing about the Titans winning the Super Bowl, which is still alive and well. And Derrick yeah. Henry is, I mean, is he going to go four straight games with 180 rush yards? Honestly, I think so. The well, way the, chi- the Chiefs are the definitely the worst the defense Chiefs, he'll be playing in le- those yeah. three the games. The Chiefs yeah. opened games. up plenty of holes for uh, Carlos Hyde, but the only problem was, which a game we'll get to once they got behind, they weren't running anymore as much. But uh, I'll tell you what, I, I'm... I couldn't have been happier. I mean, I love been loving Derrick Henry all season long, having him in two fantasy leagues, but also being a Steeler fan, watching the Ravens lose is always beautiful. Yeah, and I have to say, I do like Lamar Jackson. I like how humble love he is him. and stuff. Do but for sure. It, it's a little they, questioning because now it's like, hey, that's zero and two in the playoffs with two very poor performances. So um, last year's was even way worse. So but still. Mike Vrabel might be the best coach in the NFL. 
Not better than Bill Belichick, obviously. But right now, he's definitely the hottest coach in the NFL. He's out coaching everybody. And we haven't even seen him in his final form. No, we have not. The dickless Mike Rabel. Yeah, when he cuts his cock off. That's really <laughs> going to be cool to Is see him do that. Why would he do that? You didn't hear that? No. He said at the beginning of the year he'd cut his dick off for a Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? He's such a football guy. When, when It was the end of the game when he hugged somebody and got mud on his cheek. That was the most Mike Vrabel thing that anybody could ever have done. And he just out, he, he literally, his game plan, he made Lamar Jackson look pedestrian. Oh, yeah. And that's not a word I just throw around lightly. He made, he made Lamar Jackson look pedestrian. He made him, you know, he, he played to their, his team's strengths, and he uh, made Lamar Jackson make plays, kept him off balance. He got hit quite a bit early. Um, his legs were not as effective. And I think Mike Vrabel and Derrick Henry won that game. And uh, so you got to give a lot of props to him because he is coaching his fucking dick off. No oh, yeah. pun intended. Dude, he went into Foxborough <laughs> yeah, and, and beat them. I mean, that's just at, at Bill Belichick's own game with yes. the, with the taking the penalties on the punt, exactly. doing all that. He he is he is out coaching, and I love he just he runs to the middle of the field, shakes the coach's hand, and sprints to the locker room. That guy just wants to win football games and get the hell out of there, and yep. I love that guy. He might he might be the next Bill Belichick. True I don't know if he has the. Story. I don't know if he has the, 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 the savant mind, but he's a student of the game and he elevates his team, which is which the best basketball teams have a head coach that elevates their game. So that was that was. So I think last awesome. year I or not last last week I said something about Kevin Mawai, who I hated, who uh ASU, Sean Merriman. Yeah. Uh, I always uh you know don't like um Vrabel because uh, he went after Philip Rivers' knees in the game that Rivers was playing in the torn ACL. Well, don't you think Philip Rivers deserves it sometimes? He was playing on a torn ACL. He was a hero that day. And Vrabel, Vrabel did a, a low hit that would be illegal now. Right. And I was like, what the fuck, man? Come on. Like, and I think, it's not worth it. You already won multiple titles. Not yeah. worth it. And I think an advantage for Vrabel, obviously, being a linebacker and then being a linebacker's coach is, you know, he obviously had a good game plan on how to, like, stop Lamar Jackson from being very effective and force him to have to pass. And he executed it. And there were times with Lamar Jackson when he had to pass, it was like, he had, he had some bad throws, and bad it really, reads. It really got to show you, too, because I noticed he had some drops from his receivers, and it was like, hey, he hasn't, he didn't get this far this year because he had these star receivers. I no, mean, he, he got not. this far because they had a good round, run game, and then he was able to make plays. just make stuff Off happen. Schedule. He, his, he made Mark Andrews a, a Pro Bowl tight end. Yep. He made, a, you know, and then he's got AJ Marquise to move it on the Brown that was, that was looking real good. I, I thought yeah. that was a, a big weakness that got exposed there, and I, I, I'm interested to see what they do. To guy, try to get a veteran like possession guy or something, because you had your two out, yeah. outside guys are are rookies. And like, they that's, are. That's hard to rely on. And then I, who's the who's the guy? It was like who's the third guy that kind of caught some passes? Willie like, Sneed. Yeah, Sneed. Yes. Willie Sneed. I was like, that's really not that good of a player. No, he's not. And he is kind of their plug and play possession guy, need, like you, you mentioned. But he's not. Be I mean, even if they brought like a Michael Crabtree in or something like that, you know, yeah, like which I think they had him last year. They yeah. did, they but back, yeah. they should have brought him back. They needed. Yeah, he, a guy had a big, like that. he had a big catch in the Chargers playoff game. I remember. Yeah. 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 They should have kept him. Yeah, they needed. I even if so it too. wasn't like you said, even if it wasn't like a star receiver, like if, if they had that a guy, guy makes catches. Uh, yeah, that guy's gonna a make guy the catch. That you can go to first downs. He just didn't have that guy. Third nines. That guy's gonna make the catch. So, yeah, but and I think we all had 
Titans for our picks. I think we all had Titans plus. Yeah, I had Titans plus nine as and well. Yeah, we. I hit think that. we did say that. Like, yeah, if you're so, if we're, if we're confident in the Titans. Just yeah, I, just take them in take the game. Money line. See, yeah, see I what said take both. Like, yeah. I always remember. I used to listen to this one guy that whenever he would have a pick an underdog, he would always say, "Just you also just sprinkle a little on the money yeah, line." You might also. as well take a little money line. And we did. I think we can. That was a consensus pick for us last week too. Yeah, it was the Titans and money line. I guess. Yeah. But uh, so this next one was the one what we were actually against each other and. Uh, I'll have to say my side, which was Chiefs minus nine and a half, did not look very good in the first. No, I was, of the game. I was feeling good. And I actually, that was a game where I had uh, some some real money on also. Some of those. Well, we always have some, real money on it. Yeah. But I mean like. Some real big money is what you mean. Real our, big you know, our, our parent company usually funds us with some money. to put Right. Yeah, I did more on the side. <laughs> right. Extra yeah. capital. So actually, I want to Personal talk about capital. how I bet on that game that day really quickly. So I did have the Chiefs minus nine and a half. And then as we know. Texans got the ball start of the game. They go down the field, uh, third and short, and he throws a bomb, and everybody decided why cover the guy when he cannot. And so he got what, a 54-yard <laughs> touchdown pass. So then Chiefs get the ball back. You're like, oh, they'll answer. Key drop from Kelsey on third down. They punt, blocked, and a blink of an eye, it's 14-0. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. And then they, I think there was other key drops or whatever. And then uh, Houston, I remember. They got the ball, and then they had to punt it away. And I remember the announcer saying, oh, they've got Tyreek Hill back there. When they bring Tyreek Hill in, it's because they want a big play to happen. Well, a big play happened, but it was for Houston as Tyreek Hill just dropped the ball. <laughs> and at that point, too, you're like, what the hell's going on? Because I think at least, like, five Chiefs had dropped a ball, like, by that point. It, it, was, it was scary. And it was I, scary. I know I tweeted about it saying, like, how stupid are we to trust the Chiefs here? Because it's like, this is a team that hasn't been to a Super Bowl in my lifetime, I don't think they've been in the Super Bowl since 1970. Yeah. And it's like, this is kind of what cursed franchise. What are we thinking? Of course, dumb shit would happen. So, you but. know, they end up scoring. It's 21-0. Then eventually they get a field goal. So it's 24-0 at one point. I'm just sitting there, like, still trying to be optimistic. I was watching with a buddy of mine, like, hey, they'll score here, score there. Hey, we'll be down 10 at the half. And so earlier when they were down 14-0, I did a live bet for the first half only. Chiefs plus 7.5. When it was 24-0, I said, oh, this is my downfall. And then I did. I looked at my buddy and I said, hey. Let's do live bet Chiefs plus 17 and a half first half now, which we did. So we're generic gamblers at this point. Right. And Chiefs go down. They score after the good kickoff return by Hardman. And then the t- a big turning point in the game. Texans twenty down up 24-7. The fake punt, which, you know, you got it's the playoffs. And you got to trust like, hey, he was like, we want the ball to Mahomes' hands, even if we're yes. up by two, three scores. Yes. And he went bold with it. I mean, in that situation... As a defense, you're probably not expecting that. Up, their team's up twenty four seven, and thankfully the guy was able to tackle him. They get the ball. They great tackle really. made a great yeah it was tackle. it was and they go and they they end up scoring and then that was the momentum shift. Oh, the big momentum it was shift over. was on the kickoff, and it was almost like the game had not played in the first quarter at that point. In time. Oh yeah, because then it and was then <laughs> after that big momentum. What happens on the kickoff? Houston fumbles. Yep. Yeah, and Kansas City all of a sudden now is down at like the 12 That guy could have maybe taken it in, yeah, too, if he thought he, he could have. He, he didn't I, think he could advance it. And that's what I think, too. And then somebody was saying, oh, no, I think he was waiting for his blocker. I'm like, I don't no, know. Man. He, he like, no, no, He literally, you don't just stop in the middle of the fucking field with the ball in your hands. He thought that he couldn't advance it. And when they got reason. that, I that's when I looked and said, holy shit, I'm going to cover these first two bets in the first half. And then it was kind of like, are we going to win this? And then when yeah. they were up 28-24 at the half, I just, I knew I was, that they weren't going to not score again. And I mean... They end up winning fifty one thirty one. Right, just tore it up. But yeah. after seeing that performance, I I, have, I just have to believe <clears throat> Andy Reid is just dialed in with this offense, man, because it is just scary to do. What was it? Six straight touchdowns? 
It was something like that. Something ridiculous. Six straight touchdowns, dude. It, that's just ridiculous. Yeah, just too many weapons, and yeah, they know how to get them in the right place. And yeah, just, no, dude, that like even like they, they did a run to Burn. Watkins, who's kind of not done a lot this year. Yeah, and it just like worked perfectly. It's like wow, he's a vet, but I don't, you know, compared to all the other burners on that team, Sammy Watkins is just a veteran that that yeah. you would like to rely on to catch the ball at tight situations. Just more of a possession receiver. But Mahomes, man, that kid has got a lot of things to do and, to show off too, man. Like I can't even blame the Texans because once that started happening and like the bad things happened, it's like, of course, like they had to be have no confidence. Yeah. Like, yeah. What are we gonna do? Oh uh, yeah, especially, especially being up twenty four zero. And then the other, I thought a little big confidence thing too was they got into field goal position. It was like okay, we can go into the half down twenty four twenty seven. Then when that missed, yeah. it was like oh my gosh, like we are. We're yeah. fucked. That's and what everybody said. And a lot of people why, said they should have went for it. Right people there, were so. like super pissed because they were like, Bill O'Brien definitely is playing to lose because he's playing scared. He's playing to not win the game. Like and that's when you just get behind and then you lose your freaking team's confidence. I'd and say you who, just go to shit. Who wouldn't be scared in that scenario? Yeah, no, seriously. There was definitely times where you could tell, like, I thought he was going to lose his team because there was a situation on fourth and short where they, uh, we're going to like, he was a brother's like punt team out. And then it was like, they called timeout or something. That was when they were like, still Watson and Hopkins were looking at like, yeah. dude, like what the fuck? Like we're down by like, I think at the time they were down by like 17 or something. Oh, was I was like, talking about the one where they're up 21, nothing. Oh no. And they called oh. the timeout to take the offense off the team. And then, field. yeah, that was a different time, but then they did it again later. And it's like, there's, there's no, it yeah. just looked like to me, like this is a team that's like, Hey, if you don't trust us, how can we trust you? Yep. Yeah. And you know, well, there's Texans, a lot of fourth down failure from the Texans the last two weeks. So, yep, there has been. They didn't execute. In those, I just in like all situations. these plays, Both sides all of the these ball too. Playoffs yeah. because these quarterbacks are young and it's just making a little bit of revenge. You know, making it interesting. These upcoming yes. years, you getting your revenge. I'd like to see Deshaun do a lot of cool things. I think wow. he's my favorite. Lamar Jackson is just focused. Like, obviously, you could tell he was hurt with the loss, but you know, moving forward, he's like they got a lot. Good team, good coach. Well, they're all they're fucked now. Up. They're looking jo- up. Joe Burrow's going to be in the league next that year. That too. So BDJ. Fucked. He will be. BDJ. He sure will. But, uh, be. yeah, so I had Chiefs minus nine and a half, and I think you and Andy both had plus nine and a half. I had the Texans plus nine and a half. Yeah. Which, I mean, I mean if, if I was uh, – if, if Because I did actually use my real money in that game. Um, if I was a smarter man, I would have uh, hedged. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 20, 24 nothing. I'd be like, Sometimes you just all right, gotta Chiefs hedge. money line. What's, what's, what does and this look like right yeah, now? Yeah, that was – yeah. But uh, so then the last game, Green Bay, Seattle, if I'm being honest with you, I don't even remember what side I picked on that game, unless you have it written down. I have mine written down. I know I did not hit the under. I believe you picked Seattle because I picked Green Bay. Okay. I think we did have a little um, conflict in that one. Thank God for two-point conversions. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I actually thought that was exciting because I actually, yeah, I remember looking at that. It was a five-point game. I was like, oh, shit. This is like literally for the spread right now. (laughs) It's like. Because that's what's so funny is like in situations like that, the average fan's gonna look at that and be like, "Oh, whatever, that doesn't mean anything." It's always I, yeah. like I always say that at the end of a basketball game when it's like, "Oh, it's garbage time." It's, a team's up by twenty, and it's like, "Yeah, but the over under is three points away with fifty six yep. seconds yeah. left." It's if like, you're a gambler, you, it's always interesting. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But Rodgers does it again. Yeah, that was kind of a tale of two halves where Green Bay played like a perfect half. That last drive where they like killed the clock, they made Seattle use yep. all the timeouts. Yep. Just incredible, and it then was. yeah. Defensively, like all the improvements they made this year, they got to Wilson. But it's 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 Russell, and he'll he'll figure something out in the second half, and he did, and put up three touchdowns, I think, in the second yep. half. Yeah. Made he it did. close. They had a chance. He always. I mean, the fact that he had the ball in his hand, with, like with a chance to take the yeah. lead, like multiple times, yeah. is like just yeah. it's 
crazy to me because that's just typical Russell Wilson. It's like he well, when he's out, it's he like just he, gets it he just comes back. He just gets it done. I fully totally expected them to like win somehow win that game. And then I we did too. I, we I was definitely expecting that. I thought we were going to see the third like the well, and you know what? Of and the, the, the big, the big, the big news in that game. And you know what? He was short of the first down. That's what I thought, now, too. That's bullshit. Yeah. Will they get Jimmy it or Graham? not? Who yeah. knows? Jimmy Graham, he definitely I think, was honestly, short. If, and if but he you was know short what they by said inches, and, I think they would have gone for you it. You know what they said, though? And I, and I kind of went back and looked at it a little bit, too. The, the yellow line was off. And it the was yellow like, line. Here was the yard marker, and it was like a couple, like an inch or two, you know, not, and maybe they, six inches in front of the yellow. They of tell the, you two tons of times, like that yellow line isn't always accurate. No, it's not. So he's pro- it, it, it's well, funny because it's controversy, but it probably was the first time. You right. could see they were saying something like, was it a 36 or something? Like the 36 is the first down line, but then you actually see like where the sticks are, and it was actually like a little bit in front. It of was 36. in front. You're absolutely so correct. It was like, it, he didn't need to get to exactly a 36, and he didn't. Yeah, so that know, that guy that the marker the the, uh, the field crew there is the big a hole in that because he's got the controversy going is, now. It's it's hard. What's to his do. address? Yeah, we can get him. Petey was pissed. Petey was for sure pissed. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you, you know, Rodgers and Lafleur seem to be a good battery. They got a good defensive coordinator over there too. The bald guy who they they showed a couple times. I saw a post game interview where a reporter asked Aaron Rodgers about like him working with Matt LaFleur and like his creativity in this one specific play where they ran a rub route play. And so he's like, so what do you think about, you know, Matt LaFleur being, you know, an architect and dialing up plays like that? And he's just quiet and he goes, I came up with that play. (laughs) (laughs) So also see, I had a hard time with Devontae Adams. That guy came back. He's healthy. He's, he's doing his thing. He's doing his thing. So he's looking good. Well, uh, so that sets us up for the, Conference championship games. The first game, dude. Chiefs, you know what? Titans. It's sad as shit. No more college football, yeah. and we got two more weeks of pro football. Yeah, so so it's big depression mode coming up here. Times. We're gonna get back to basketball. We have a uh, a man in the field. We have uh, a man. We've been sending him out to some games. Yeah. So we'll have a report on that coming we soon. Do. We'll get yeah, back the, to all the basketball stuff. So. so the the conference championship game is the first ones. At noon, we got the Chiefs and Titans, and then the the, af- the late afternoon game. We got the Niners and Packers. I'm personally more excited for Chiefs Titans just because, and I think the world is now because he's already been crowned King Henry. I mean, he has they crowned Henry the ninth, I guess. He he's not going to kill his wives if he doesn't get a son. I mean, he's I mean he he's might. definitely <laughs> he might <laughs> he could. He's, he's the biggest player going, but like Niners Packers, there's some history. That's those are, I agree. I think, Huge teams. Okay, I know, so. but I also said what I want to watch. I could give a shit right. about but, yeah. Jeff Garcia versus like yeah, Brett Favre. That's my or favorite something. game back then. <laughs> that was that great game. That was uh, when uh, T.O. got that pass. I will say for Packers, like right? obviously like the entire game of football. Yes, Niners Packers is two of the most popular teams. You can right now like, though, Titans Chiefs is definitely more exciting. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Right Cinderella now, story. The Titans and they're gonna run into the wall, aka Derrick Henry. Chiefs don't Tractor stand a Cito. chance. This defense will be the true test. Uh, Jarrell Casey, our boy, shout out SC. That dude, defense Jarell, is stacked, yeah, and Jarell. he's doing great, dude. I was seeing him like uh, individually. Casey is, he's shedding blocks. He's, he's stopping the middle. How they got a stout defense. Casey? They got a run game, and this boy is running the ball. And the best move I'd like to say for that energy and everything for that team is Tannehill. Revived. Yeah, he really is, and he's he's having a good damn good year. And you know, maybe they should have had him as the quarterback the whole time. Well, he hasn't crossed 200 yards combined yet but so that's kind of a strange 
He hasn't had to throw a lot in these Yeah, that playoffs. is crazy. Well, you know what? When you got a guy like Tractor Cito, yeah. you uh you just got to manage the game. Yeah. Not make mistakes, make so the plays have, when you need to. Do we have predictions on that game? We do. We do. All right. And so I'm going to take the uh well, I I'm sticking to my guns here. I'm I'm riding this wave until yeah, it of ends. Course. I don't blame and you. and I might and I might I'm I've been looking at flights. I might fly to Tennessee for the championship parade. Not so sure yet, but I'm thinking about it. Uh, I'll go first. Um, I'm taking the Titans plus seven and a half. Astronomical number, considering how bad the Chiefs' defense is. Although it's been better, but I just thought that number was ridiculous. Um, I'm actually going to make two picks on this game, so you can put me down for three in our right. total this week. I'm taking Titans plus seven and a half and Titans money line. So you got both of those games from me. You can hedge or you can parlay if you'd like. But I, um, I don't know. Seven and a half is a shit ton. Uh, I think if they win, it'll be close um, oh, yeah. because of the ball control, just like we said last week. But um, I just, you know, I, 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 I think that, you know, maybe it's Andy Reid's year. Maybe not. Um, he's probably due considering how good and consistent he's been. But you got to go with what's hot. And Mike Vrabel and Derrick Henry and Jarrell Casey – and Ryan Tannehill and Kevin Byard and those guys are hot. And so uh, two picks for you guys this week. I'm taking the Titans getting seven and a half, a touchdown. And a, it's a lot. It's a lot of points. I know they're going to be an arrowhead and everything. Hopefully they have enough um, fireworks this week. But I'm taking the Titans with the seven and a half and the Titans money line. So put them down on both. Put me down for two picks. I want the, the records to reflect that I got two picks in this game. All right. Well, they definitely will. I mean, I have to ride that train, too. And I think the biggest thing also is because the ball control stuff. I mean, the, the team is just on such a wave right now. I mean, you look at the last two major sports that have had a champion. You look, We look at hockey and baseball. I mean, by hockey and baseball, I mean, like, not counting basketball. But looking at hockey and baseball, because I know basketball came after. Correct. Hockey and baseball, though, look at those two teams that won it. It was like you looked at a team like the Nationals that in, like, uh, what was it, like May or something or June, they were – Yep. Not even thought of Ryan, to win yep. it all. Well, even the Raptors were probably like fifth favorites going yeah. into that playoffs. I yeah. remember I said I liked them at like 12 to 1 or no, something. No, yeah, you're right. So, yeah, For the, sure. the no, Raptors, that's a good point. Actually. Like so, that. we can go to the last three. The Raptors definitely were, I do remember that. The Raptors were like pretty big dogs at some, even in the playoffs because the Warriors were such this big team and like the Bucks and stuff. But, uh, then for like the Nationals, yeah, they were struggling. They got in, they got hot. They got on that big win streak where the bats were hot before this, the playoffs, and then they got into the playoffs. I think they were the last in their it. division at one point in time. Yeah, yeah. And then for hockey, we got the St. Louis Blues, who in January were in last place. Almost, they were almost mathematically eliminated from the playoffs at some point. In yeah, time, they I even think. brought up their their uh, young goalie because they're like, oh, we're going to rebuild for next year, Jordan and he Bennington. ended up being a stud. Yep, and is still a stud now, and yep. they just carried this wave, and they go into the playoffs, and they end up winning it all so it's like why can't Tennessee be that team I mean I was I'm a Steelers fan I remember back in like 2005 when they were like the sixth seed and they went through everything and it's like you know you just get hot and right now the Titans like they're not afraid to go to your place and win I mean they went to New England and won which is not easy to do in the playoffs nope. at all they go to Baltimore which was the team that everybody, everybody their mother had thought was going to win it and they go and win now they're like, what? We don't give a shit if we're going to Kansas City. We'll play this game on the moon if Doesn't we have matter. to. They've yep. been in playoff mode since week four. Yeah, honestly, like they showed they were two and four when Tannehill took over, and I did like that. Uh, Melvin Gordon should get a championship ring if they win, because he fumbled on the one yard line with thirty seconds left, and the Chargers would have won that game. 
And then the Titans wouldn't have made the playoffs if they lost one more game. Wouldn't they have? Because the Ra- the Steelers well, the Ste- But I guess it's their AFC record, so yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Who so cares? what's your pick? Oh, Titans getting the points, seven and a half. Oh, okay, Titans seven and a half for Anthony. Yeah, I'm just just because I think I'll write, I just, him, I'll write him down this week so we can't forget. The, the Chiefs just opened up too many holes, I thought. I mean, I know like your game plan is going to be okay. It's Henry, but then I think that sets up play action. And Ryan Tannehill showed on that one deep pass against Baltimore that, hey, we can beat you with play action. So I just, think, I, I just think the Chiefs are going to be I think they've got like, they're going to like blow their, their play action load in these next oh, two games because to. they have just it's been such an advantage. strictly counting on Derrick Henry. They got so much play and action. The thing love is, you can the stack blow. the box all you want. Henry still manages four, five, six yards out of it. So it's, yep. I just think it's going to be. You guys are difficult. missing the equation, and this is my prediction. I'm taking the Titans' money line, and they're going to have a hard time stopping those two wideouts. It's going to be. The Brown, who looks like a Done. goddamn like it's gonna, specimen. AJ, AJ Brown, and then we got Corey Davis, and they're just going to... Well, gonna, that tight end looked pretty athletic last week, too. They're going to take the he top did. off the defense. That touchdown catch. Chiefs ain't, uh, Chiefs ain't got no shot. Oh, I'm going oh, no full shot. battalion money line. Well, no uh, shot is bold, but I like I'm it. I'm sticking with my Super Bowl pick from last week. Chiefs-Packers, so I guess that's spoiling the next game. But um, I'm, I'm a soft Titans... With the plus seven and a half. I'm not all that confident in it because okay. Casey plays at such a pace that it's like that's nothing to them more than a touchdown. Could, right. That could be like a close game because they put up points so fast. Obviously, the counter is that the Titans are slow and plotting and everything. Um, I do like some of the guys on Kansas City's defense to make some plays. Like you're saying, Tyron Matthew, oh, yeah, maybe. play action. Well, I think he could sniff one out and find yeah. something there. So you're um, taking the Chiefs points? So I'm taking the Chiefs to win. But I'm gonna. I, if I had to pick on you know on the spread, I'd go with the Titans. But Chiefs money line asterisk Titans plus seven and a half. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Alrighty. Well, second game. Second game that yeah. we've already discussed: Packers Niners, which I think is going to be a really good game. It will be. I think it's. I think it's Mike Shanahan versus uh, Aaron Rodgers. I think that's the duel of the game. Mike Shanahan, come uh, Kyle okay. Shanahan. I mean, yeah. it still could be. He was there. Could be. He's still. Yeah, he's in the booth. I'm pretty yeah. sure. So I think it comes down to Mike Shanahan versus. <laughs> I mean, Kyle Shanahan. Uh, he wears that little thing on his hat. So uh, versus Aaron Rodgers in this game, and and because uh, I don't know, Aaron Rodgers just. I love that he's just a mangy old guy now. You know, he's just. This, such a wily vet with his beard and, you know, the way he answers weird things and says, oh, I'm going to go get myself a scotch now. Got to love him. Anthony, why don't you hit us with your picks on this Chiefs-Packers game here? Uh, so, if I'm being honest, uh, Saturday night. Please be honest. I uh, was out celebrating a buddy's birthday and had a few drinks. And lately, for whatever reason, and it's gone good for the most part, but <laughs> I've become notorious for, and I mean, this is what I'm sure those odds makers love, just looking at my phone when I've had a few drinks, and you, you wander yourself onto your sports betting app, and I wandered on there in uh, at the bar in Woody's, which is also when I did uh, Chiefs minus nine and a half, so that worked out. But I also, at eight to one odds, took the Packers to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I don't hate that at all. Yeah, at eight to one, I couldn't say no. It- I, I saw it go down to six to one, and now I think it's at like seven to one. But uh, so uh, sticking with that, I'm gonna go here and say. I'll give you two picks. I'll say Packers plus seven and a half, and I'll say fuck it and Packers to win. There he is. Because if, pa- if Packers cover the seven and a half, I think it's because they win. Because if they don't, I think this game goes one of two ways. I think Aaron Rodgers gets the job done, or San Francisco wins by 20. Yeah. 
Just because the Packers don't have much of a defense, to be honest. But, you know, they've got But also, I think they they could get to Aaron Rodgers. And by could, I mean they probably will a few times. But they're going to have to establish something. I don't know. We'll see. Aaron Rodgers. He has had pressure. Smart guy. It's tough with that defensive line, to be honest. But we're talking about Rodgers. And Devontae Adams is a healthy. And, uh, you know, Scantron might take off the defense and help a little bit. And Jones can't take that guy out of the game. You're already already halfway there, Joe. So what do you like? There you go. I like. (laughs) Say Scantron? Scantron, yes. Who? Valdez Scanton. That's about Val- Scantling. Yeah, Scantling. Marquez Valdez Scantling. Yeah, you know who Scantron. I'm, you know who I'm talking about. Now. Good grief! He's always on those tests. It's a know? really good nickname. I like it. There's Megatron. The, the, the Scantron. Yeah. No, but my pick, unfortunately, obviously, I like that. But I'm gonna have to go with the Niners after seeing what that offensive line did to fucking the Vikings, dude. They just pushed them around, and a lot of people were getting a lot of credit of the Vikings defensive line for what they did the pro- previous. So are you week. taking them? Are you taking them to win by seven and a half? No, I'm taking the money line, dog. <laughs> oh shit, it's a big Niners like a money minus line. 400 yeah. bet. <laughs> Niners money line. You gotta oh. have some dough to cash out on that one, my man. <laughs> Joe's, Joe's putting down about 1500 on it. Well, he's got yeah. Titans money line, so he could. I guess that average yeah, is yeah. lay those together. Rule Ball of average. That average actually, that's what's fun about this time of the year is there's bets out there where you could strictly say that go off at like six to one of Niners over Titans in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So that was pretty fun. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm picking the Packers to win. I oh think boy. they're they're absolutely going to need a play from someone like Valdez Scantling or uh, Geronimo Allison uh, because Richard Sherman's there looming. Yep. I mean they're going to get Adams in different spots and get him open, but like he's yeah. not going to have 180 yards again. No, uh, Richard, so, no, because you don't even throw to Richard Sherman when he's on the field, right? So, like you're going to take your best yeah, receiver away. Yeah, but you you move Adams around and yep. you'll get him off of Sherman. for sure. Um, but yeah, they're going to need a play from one of those guys, and okay. I think they'll get it. I think. Uh, I mean, Rodgers, is, this is his moment. It's been a while. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And I think Rodgers so knows line? his. Yes. And Andy likes Packers money line. Wow. That's, I, think I Ro- like the pick because they're getting seven and a half. So you might as well just you roll with it, right? Yeah. If, if I like him to win. Uh. This is a really tough game for me. And again, I, 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 I'm, like I said, it comes down to Rodgers and uh, Shanahan for me. So you guys know I'm a big feel better. That's just kind of how I operate. Although I do like statistics, I just I like to look at them and and see who I you know can feel would be raising the trophy or winning the game, doing the post game interview or what it is. I cannot pick who's going to win this game for the life of me. I milled on it. I milled on it and milled on it. If you told me to pick a money line bet right now, I don't even know who I would give you. I really don't. Um, I think it's going to be that close of a game. I really think it's going to come down. To, I think it's going to come down to some uh, Aaron Rodgers magic. Maybe even a Hail Mary. I don't know what it's going to come down to. Maybe a, you know, 57 seconds with one timeout down two. Got to get him in field goal range. Aaron Rodgers throws a 50-yard bomb off his back foot to some Scantron guy who nobody knows about. Scantron. And so I for, so for that reason, I'm taking the Packers getting the seven and a half points uh, just because that's a fucking shit ton of points to give up um, against a defense that's been really solid this year and Aaron Rodgers with a run game and some healthy receivers. Um, so look for Jimmy Graham to have one other big catch in this game. Yeah. I think he's riding high because he beat Seattle against his old team and had a couple big catches. Um, so for me, I'm taking Packers plus seven and a half. Wouldn't be surprised if they won it. Keep an eye on Jimmy Graham to have a big game and keep an eye on Aaron Rodgers to win the game in the fourth quarter late. And last uh, second. here's the other thing, like really quick too, is 
Because I agree, if if Green Bay is going to win that game, uh, one or two other receivers are going to have to do something special, yeah. whether it be a big catch late or something. Because Devontae Adams is obviously going to be like the Niners secondary's biggest target. But yep. an interesting thing is Devontae Adams was out four weeks this year, and the Packers went 4-0 in that span. They did. So they can... Rodgers does trust these other guys at least, and uh, he does the most with more with less than anybody. Maybe not. So Tom I, Brady, and I think Rodgers. Another thing is, homeboy. I think is what thirty six or so. Like time's yeah, ticking. Yeah. He knows like this could be his last chance at a Super Bowl. Yeah. So he's also playing in front of his uh, family that he all disowns. He's so. from. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. He's an all right. They, guy. they have the Niners he, minus seven and a half. Yeah, they do. He he's his brother too. Family he's from that area. Yeah. Danica will be there, I'm yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. I love Danica. So something I think will happen in this game, and I don't know if you can bet on it, but there is going to be a controversial call. There's going to be some sort of roughing the passer, and people are going to claim that, oh, there's the Packers again getting a... a the Rodgers rule, yeah. There's going to be something like that, It's and we're going to be talking about it. It's going to be a Hail Mary. <laughs> I wish somebody would have predicted that already. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's crazy. I think I'll do it. Can you I, believe that? That bold prediction? I think I'm going to do it. I can't even believe that. That's <laughs> insane. Oh, why... Can't believe somebody hasn't already done that. Wow! But I think you're right. I think you're absolutely correct on that. It's also the NFL, and we're it has to happen. Yeah, it we will. didn't get we got some things this weekend, but we need more. Well, usually it's the conference championship games yeah. when stuff happens. It's will. So. Yeah, yeah. We're looking. Someone's at getting. Wait, is that uh, Roby Coleman on the field? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Rudolph too. He had that push off in the end zone a couple yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, I saw both sides of that. I just. At the end of the day, he's a tight end, and the other one was a cornerback, and it was like realistically, like you ain't gonna guard me, dog. Okay, <laughs> dime. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. You ain't gonna guard me, dog. You ain't gonna guard me, dog. All right. Well, is that a? Hey, well, I want to say it one more time before we're done. Andy, congratulations, <laughs> LA Dodgers, 2017-2018 back-to-back World Series champions. Really nice. I'll see you. I'll meet you at the parade. You can come with me to the Titans parade too if you'd like. But go blue. Go blue indeed. Well, uh, with that said, congrats to the Dodgers and uh, congrats to us for finishing up episode 153 of sports. With me again was my group of experts with Off-Road Andy. Yes, I am here. Uh, Wrecking Ball. (laughs) And Cooch. Go blue. And uh, please check out the entertainment one also. And uh, we are going to continue to just give you guys predictions, winners, laughs, and a lot of fun. So thank you. Goodbye. We're out.